What's up, guys? This is probably my very first podcast on Spotify and or iTunes. So whatever you're listening, hi. I'm going to introduce myself very quickly. Um, I'm Melody, da, 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 whatever. I'm 17 years old. And in this podcast, um, in my episodes, I guess you could say, I'm talking about mental health, about maybe some astrology here and there. But this podcast is just very mental health focused. So improving your life in a spiritual way. I'm very focused on the universe <laughs> and what it does. Um, I have the motto <clears throat> that everything happens for a reason. So that's kind of the foundation for this podcast, you know. Um I'm going to explain stuff in a spiritual way, have a spiritual outlook on the world and what's happening to me. I'm not going to sit here and rent. <laughs> I'm not that person. And I'm also going to be very focused on my mental health problems regarding um, my eating disorder, which is binge eating disorder. It's not diagnosed, but I'm going to get into that in a second because that's what today's podcast is about um that's also going to be a huge topic you know with some episodes here and there so let's just start with today's topic which is binge eating so why how did this all come like why do I even think I'm I'm I have a binge eating disorder um <clears throat> it all started when I was about 13 or 12 years old I guess I just started to buy a lot of a lot of high in calorie calorie yeah <laughs> whatever you get me like sweets stuff like that chips all that kind of stuff and just eat them in one sitting which um yeah I didn't really think anything about it I think and then just some Events happened, like my father really wanted me to lose weight, stuff like that, when I was in that episode of literally just binging every day on like 2,000 to 3,000 calories. That's when I really started to get chubby. Um, I don't think I was overweight that time, but it was definitely chubby. Um, so it already had, like, since I'm 13 years old, I guess has also a effect on my health. Um, then I, I just got better, stuff like that. I just stopped kind of binging. I just, you know, was the person who, like, overate on everything. Then I guess... <clears throat> oh, my God. What was with my voice? <laughs> um, then I guess two years ago, I went to therapy um focused on my eating disorder um and I was just there for a couple sessions you know it wasn't really a therapy like I have right now for other reasons not my eating disorder um it was just a couple sessions you know kind of just getting some knowledge about food stuff like that to kind of prevent it getting worse um it got better and I don't want to trigger anyone like but I definitely lost, like, 15 pounds um, that time. 
or even more when I got out of therapy because I just kind of didn't even have the urge anymore to binge, which is crazy, really, really crazy. Um, now I'm not really, you know, I have like ups and downs. I feel, I definitely feel that I'm in recovery and that it's getting better. It's a steady getting better, but even a getting better has up and downs, you know? It's just kind of the frequency of downs, like downfalls. It's just kind of, it's getting longer, you know what I mean? It's not always like I'm having downfalls and stuff like that, but, um, or if I have, I can get back up, you know, more easily. That's kind of where I feel like I have been, I, uh, you know, I got better at it. But I'm still gonna go to therapy again for um, my eating behavior. Uh, you know, the thing is, like, um, I refuse to say eating disorder to what I had for a long time because I was like, it's not diagnosed. It's just dumb to say that you have something and it isn't diagnosed. And I get that still, <laughs> where I was coming from. I also had when people say, oh, my God, I've, I, I'm so depressed. And they're just sad for two days, you know. I, I'm not a fan of that. But I'm just saying, like, an eating disorder is when your life is basically focused around food. And when all you can think about is what you're going to eat next, when when you have when you hate your body, those are just like indicators of an eating disorder. Just the mindset of everything revolves around food, and that's exactly what's been going on in my life since I'm 13 years old. And I got really bad when I got into like I guess puberty, I guess you could say, or you know, just a time when you started to compare yourself to other girls, stuff like that, when I was, like, 15, 16, not 15 more, yeah, uh, it just really got bad, because you're getting, you know, when you're on social media, you're seeing all of those perfect bodies, perfect, you know, that's, that's very misleading, not a good word, it's just, just like, bodies that portray today's beauty beauty standards okay and then you are getting insecure insecure about your body and uh it's kind of a it's a circle you know um of self-hatred and restriction and binging again and all that kind of stuff so that's I guess you could say when you when you have a lot of no have a lot of knowledge about eating disorders and mental health st stuff like that and you really feel like your eating behavior is totally consuming you and food is all you can think about and food is something bad to you or you just don't have like a neutral outlook on food you have an eating disorder if you binge if you restrict those are the two things, you know, and I do both. Um, so I've, you know, read the, you know, not really read the entire book, but I've listened to a podcast with Katherine Hansen, who is the author of Brain Over Binge, the book. <laughs> and, you know, that really helped me. I'm not gonna get into this book, but it's listen to this book or um, read the book or listen to podcasts 
with the、uh, with the author because it is it has helped me so much. Okay, but I'm at a point where I'm just like I'm so tired of those downfalls. I just need therapy. But this book helped me a lot because it's. Focused on what the brain does when you have the urge to binge stuff like that, so you kind of understand more where it's coming from. You know, that's really dope. So that was just kind of、um, my story about my eating disorder in a nutshell. I I don't want to get more into detail because I don't think that's like really that interesting to the listeners right now.、Um, I just wanted to kind of introduce my story, and I'm gonna work with what I'm learning in therapy soon. You know, um, kind of share my knowledge. No, why can't I not talk to knowledge? <laughs> It's not even a word. Um, and I'm also gonna be very focused on other mental health things like intimacy problems. Okay. Okay, okay. Because have I already told you all that my mother left when I was thirteen? That was when my eating disorder started.、Um, basically, I've developed huge intimacy problems, and my age, seventeen,、um, it really starts showing when you, you know, are just like attracted to people or you meet new people whatsoever. Um, you just kind of realize. You just kind of see more of your personality, you know. I've realized that there are a lot of broken pieces to my personality. That sounds so deep, but yeah, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm a broken human because I don't think so. But in a sense of intimacy, I definitely feel like I kind of am. Like, really, you know, it can change. Definitely, that's also what my therapist told me. You know. If I'm going to be in a relationship soon, whatsoever, it can be very healing, you know. But just to get there is a journey on its very own, and、um, I'm going to share that with you. Also, it's a very personal topic, and I can't talk about some things because,、um, you know, <laughs> y'all know my face, like, <laughs> and locals know my face, stuff like that.、Uh, I shouldn't care, but I, I don't know, you know. It's like very easy for other people to talk about this, probably, but to me, it's a thing that I still struggle with and that I'm not really experienced with. And I'm just so I'm just gonna like tell you about my, you know, intimacy problems and what I'm gonna do about this.、Um, that's also <sighs> intimacy is such a huge thing. Vulnerability is such a huge thing. That's also a thing I'm going to talk about in my in the following episodes. Vulnerability because it's the what what why can I not talk? Oh my god, <laughs> it's a thing that we kind of put away. You know, we kind of lose this skill, this vulnerability skill because you know it's not even that deep. But people get hurt, you know. And so it's very easy to just say, "Okay, I'm done with that." Like, I see so many tweets and stuff that are like, "Oh my god, I'm never going to get into a relationship again. I never want to fall in love again." And I get that if you're going through a breakup, that's pretty much 
understandable that you feel that way. But when people don't <laughs> and they tweet that, it's just kind of like, dang, man, like maybe it's just a tweet. Maybe it's actually coming from your heart. You know what I mean? You shouldn't put yourself in a position where you let no one in. And that's coming from a person who genuinely can't get out of this position right now. Like right now, it definitely can change. But right now, who just can't let anyone, what was I saying, in. <laughs> so, and that sucks when, you know, there are people who, who don't care about letting anyone in, you know. Who just are like, okay, I'm fine on my own, whatsoever. And I'm too. I'm very fine on my own. But just like, of course, um, you're also catching feelings for someone or some situations that come around, you know? And when you then can't open up yourself, it hurts on another level. Like, I've experienced that a couple times only and not that deep, but I've experienced it and dang, like, it hurts differently, you know? Because it is losing someone before you actually start the adventure with them, you know? It's just this huge wall you build around yourself, you know? And you have no idea how to break out of it, what to do to, to get to the other side of the wall, <laughs> you know? It's just this kind of thing. It's like in a cage. It's like you're trapped in something And it hurts, you know? It's just very much like your heart is in a in a shell or something. <laughs> so deep. But it really feels like that. Like someone I'm like, damn, like, oh my God, I can't let anyone in. Just, man. And then it's just like, oh my God, have I just not find, found the right person? But it's not about the person. It's just about yourself. No matter what external circumstances will come around, You won't be able to let anyone in, no matter how good-looking you, you find them, how, how nice you find them, how cool, you know. That's what I'm going to talk about also in my uh, podcasts. So <laughs> that was my first one. Um, it was just kind of an introduction for you to hear about my cool-ass life, okay? <laughs> Um, I am so excited. <laughs> so see you guys in the next podcast. Um, if anyone's listening to this, that will be so dope. Like even if just like 10 people, like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> and, and follow me on Instagram. So you know how I look like, I don't know if, if you know, um, through a picture on here or something, but yeah, add me, add me on Instagram, Wait, follow me on Instagram, that's what I wanted to say, so see you on the next podcast.